All right, Mike, I'm going to start here. What do you remember about March 29th, March 31st, and April 3rd, 2012? It's uh, a good question. Probably playoff games. In not, not quite, just before Almost, the going into playoffs? Yeah. Arizona? Um, I don't remember the exact dates. I'm terrible. I've got a terrible memory, but uh, I'm assuming that we won those games leading up to uh, going to the playoffs because we caught a caught a kind of a heater at the end there and then ended up being in first place and playing Chicago in the first round. And you had three consecutive shutouts, back to back to back. I, I didn't even recall that, but uh, now that you bring it up, maybe it comes back to mind. But uh, yeah, it's a, quite a long time ago. Well, see, this is always interesting because I think the fans and the media remember the stats more than the players sometimes. 38 saves, 44 saves, 54 against Columbus. I remember that game. Yeah, that was uh, that was a busy one for sure. But uh, like you know, that was a, that was a great year. That was a turning point uh, kind of season for my career. And and uh, you know, I've said it all along that you want to be playing your best hockey at at this time of the season. And that was my first kind of taste of uh, you know being the guy and and uh, getting an opportunity to play a lot and and having a you know a great bunch of guys to play with and behind and and uh, going on a, on a great run that year and, and gained a lot of experience from that, uh, obviously from those, those games and playing important games in important times of year and, and uh, totally had forgot that there was three in a row. But uh, um, obviously, like I said, that 10 years ago now. So it's, uh, when you remind me, it comes back to mind. But uh, when, you're, when you're in the midst of you know, a new season, you kind of forget what's going on in the past. I hear you. Uh, do you save the pucks from your shutouts or any milestones like that? I do, but I think my kids ended up using them as uh, on the outdoor rink, and I'm not sure um, they could be buried in the snow somewhere. But um, yeah, it's always been something you always collect them and stash them somewhere. I think I have a bunch of them, but uh, it's always you know commemorative to to try and grab the puck after a shutout. Okay. Uh, speaking of your kids, I think at least one of them was on the DCA on on Saturday. Uh, before the skate, was that one of your boys? Yeah, I think Saturday a couple of my older, my older two boys were out there, and then yesterday my younger boy got to come out and get on the ice before. So it's nice to be able to share the moments with him. Obviously, you kind of t- maybe take that for granted a little bit as a dad, and and maybe they don't get in as much as you'd probably you know like to. But as much as you can, you like to get them around the guys and and in the locker room and and uh, you know on the ice whenever you can get the opportunity to do that. I know obviously you're very busy during the season, but I'm sure you get to go some of their practices and games. What kind of a hockey dad are you? Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends on kind of what they're up to, but uh, um, it's a, it's a, definitely a fun age. You know, I have a 10-year-old and, and nine who are on the same team for spring hockey and then a 7-year-old who's playing also. So it's definitely, uh, you know, definitely busy for mom when I'm not in town, but uh, obviously you get a few days here at home. It's nice to be able to get to the rink and, and to, uh, you know, see your kids play and skate and uh, enjoy it as much as you do, you know. So it's obviously, uh, you know, I, I remember being a young kid and, and seeing older guys bringing their kids to the rink and getting to practice and stuff. And it, it, is, uh, it, it is so nice to be able to share those experiences with your, uh, with your own children. So, um, like I said, fortunate they can be around and I'm able to get some practices and some games and give them my two cents. Well, and I've had some athletes tell me over the years when they've become a mother or a father, they said, you know, obviously they, they want to share that 
like you're saying, but they also have thought, man, I know about all the trials and tribulations and pitfalls of being heavily invested in a in a sport as well. Like, have you just thought always like, yeah, like just get into hockey or try other sports? What's your approach been there? No, I'm I'm a huge proponent to to try everything, you know. And I, I can remember being a kid and my dad and mom putting me in soccer and. And I played ball competitively till I was about 17, and and uh, it was softball, but it was very competitive, high level, and and uh, you know I had some of my fondest memories at the ball field, uh, as much as at the hockey rink. So I think I, I really believe that my boys are into baseball now, so they're they're playing baseball in the summers, and it's nice to kind of hang up the skates for a bit and and you know kind of change change speeds a little bit and uh, get them doing something else. But yeah, I. I I really believe that they can do anything they want to do. If they want to try something, they should they should be able to do that. And I think it, it only helps them if they end up being, you know, in hockey or ball or whatever sport it may be, or even in life. I think it's sports are uh, a great kind of cornerstone to uh, to gaining you know friendships and and learning you know work ethic and and uh, you know being an athlete and uh, it just carries over in anything you want to do in life. Did you ever seriously consider ball, or were you pretty good at it? Yeah, like I honestly, it was one of the hardest decisions I had to make. Looking back on it, it was uh, obviously I think I made the right one. The men's men's softball is not really a you know a high paying job, so but I I I really enjoyed it as much as or as more more than I did hockey at that time in my life. You know, it was some of my best friends were were on the ball team, and and you know I I looked forward to the transition from hockey and spring hockey into into being in the gym and and transitioning to the field in the summertime and and uh you know I've I've probably mentioned this many times but I had one of my best coaches in either hockey or or any sport was my ball coach and he just taught fundamentals and he just drilled that into your head and and ground balls and and uh you know little things that mean so much in in any sport just the fundamental part of it and I really it really, uh, you know, showed me how to, you know, work and, and make sure you're not taking any days off. And, and uh, you know, those fundamentals are, are something that I really take pride in to this, to this day too. So, Okay, and last one, and I'll kind of come full circle to where we started. As a goaltender, are you superstitious about the word shutout? I, I'm not superstitious at all, to be honest. I don't have any. I have a routine I go through, but I'm not thinking about, you know, there's too many other things to worry about than uh, than talk. Talk is cheap, so I'm not really that superstitious about it. Although I tell my kids not to say it when uh, when I'm playing. <laughs> Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.